You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily fantasy football podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing with NFL and Fantasy Football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site now, check out what we have here for you heading into Week 17, the complete playoff picture, picks straight up, picks against the spread. And, of course, one more decider column for the season, the start-sit advice you need to know for both seasonal leagues, if you're playing into Week 17, and DFS picks. And that's what we focus on here to close the week on Lineup Friday. Let's uh, look today at the DraftKings values. We have one full main slate. Everything is on the main slate this week. So, if, except for Sunday Night Footballs. But 15 games here, pretty good to choose from here. No Monday Night game, no Thursday Night game. We know that. No Saturday games either. So... A lot of players to choose from, a lot of possibilities here to make your DraftKings lineups. And we'll go through uh, position by position what you want to look at here as the best value plays across the board. Whether you're going high-end at a certain position, uh, going medium, or going deep to find a sleeper that can give you really good value where you can load up at other positions. So one more lineup Friday, let's do this. We'll also close with some injury updates for the week so we'll start with quarterbacks and running backs at wide receivers and tight ends and then give you the practice statuses kind of uh, who we think is playing not playing this week based on uh, what we know so far so let's dive right into it let's look at quarterback here Lamar Jackson's not playing so we know that 8,000 the highest player on the board at that position is going to be rested here Robert Griffin third and Trace McSorley not interested in either of those two guys given it really could be a split in the second half, kind of like a preseason game where you rest the starters. So I don't like anything there in that matchup against the Steelers at home. So let's go away from that game at first. Now let's look at some other uh, matchups that I really like. Aaron Rodgers at Detroit, 6,900. Very good value there. We know Detroit's giving up a ton of big plays. This could very much be like the Oakland game or the Giants game. For Rodgers, just light it up completely here. I know Aaron Jones could also have a big game at the same time. We know that. But Jamal Williams is out, so maybe they don't want to overwork Jones in this game, throw a little bit more. I like Alan Lazard as a bit of a deep sleeper in this one with Devontae Adams. They're still playing for the number one seed. So you look at Drew Brees at 7,000. I think the Saints are going to keep it simple and run as much as they can against the Panthers. I think the Rodgers and the Packers could get away with that as well in this game, but we know sometimes he'll light it up, and that Giants and Raiders games are good examples there. Um, they're they're going to have too much resistance from David Blau and the Lions, so Rodgers is going to have to get his early, so I don't see a lot of passing yards in the game, but I could easily see a very efficient 250 and 4 and something like that from Rodgers. So 69, a very good value there this week. Now, you look at James Winston and Matt Ryan in the same game, dropping to another tier. 66 for Jameis, 65 for Matt Ryan. I actually like Matt Ryan a little bit more. Again, this Falcons defense playing a little bit better. I know the Bucks defense also playing a little bit better on the back end, but I feel like 
Ryan might have to put up the ball a little bit more in this one as they can't run at all during this matchup. So it's tough to trust both of these guys, obviously. But if you're going to go with one, I think I go with Ryan a little bit more than Winston because he still has Julio Jones and Austin Hooper out there making some plays for him, uh, Russell Gage as well. While Winston, really, we saw the effects of not having too many guys that he can trust there in that game. But either one is a good play, but I'm going to save the 100 and go with Matt Ryan. I really also like Daniel Jones at 6,400. So if you don't want to deal with either of those quarterbacks and know there could be some turnovers, uh, 6,400, because you can't go to Dak Prescott with the shoulder issue at 63. You just don't know. And plus the Cowboys may be a little bit more run-heavy if that uh, injury is uh, something they don't want to have him drop back at 30, 40 times and do that against the Redskins. So, And also the volume may not be there with the game script. But Daniel Jones, you know, they're out to play spoiler here. Jones coming off a five-touchdown, 352-yard game against the Redskins. I think he can finish on a high note. This is why he came back from the ankle injury, taking some promise into 2020. And I I think you see that here in uh, what could be Eli Manning's finale as well. Pat Shermer with a job on the line. I expect Jones to play well in this game. And then the other side, you think Carson Wentz at 61 has a little bit of appeal as well, just not as an explosive passing game right now, a little bit more dependent. There, I think the Eagles can also run on the Giants, where I don't think the Giants can run too much in the Eagles. So on that side of things, on that matchup, I like Jones. Andy Dalton at 5,900 also stands out. At home, could be his last game against the Browns. I also like Drew Locke at 58, a little bit less there at home against the Raiders, uh, finishing the season strong, proving that John Elway doesn't need to draft a quarterback. So a little bit extra motivation, you have to dig deep. Maybe for 2020 a little bit, maybe not necessarily for free agents, but going in that direction there. And uh, I'm not going to go too much deeper than that, but watch the Bills in actives here. Sam Darnold at 5,000 could be a real steal if they sit a lot of the Bills players, which they have a good reason to because of the seed being locked up there. So again, Sam Darnold 5,000, wait till the inactive, see if like Tredavious White and some key players are being rested there pass rush as well and Darnold can put up some good numbers there if he gets a little bit of break with the defense resting for the Bills the next position we'll look at is running back if you're looking at uh, high end running back let's start there Christian McCaffrey of course 10,000 I'm not sure I'm paying there but I'm going to Aaron Jones obviously 8,200 I mean saving a good 1,800 from McCaffrey, a good 500 from Saquon Barkley. Again, tough matchup against the Eagles. Aaron Jones really stands out to me. And then Derrick Henry. Some people are going really to off him, worry about the hamstring. 8,100 8, right behind Aaron Jones and Ezekiel at 8,000. That's kind of the sweet spot to me for the values. I think you could look at Alvin Kamara as well at 7,800. A lot of people might be chasing him after the big game. And it's a great matchup against the Panthers. But they could also be careful with Kamara. They don't give him a ton of touches, so I could see Latavius Murray getting a little bit of action there if it's a straight-up running. They're not going to have to do much dumping off to Kamara in this game, so keep that in mind. They want to keep their backs fresh for the playoffs as well, just in case they need to play in the first round. So a little bit of a tricky thing with Jones and Kamara. The difference there for Jones is uh, Jamal Williams may not play, so Kamara is going to have to fight for touches with Murray while Jones may not uh, go there with Williams this week, so keep that in mind. Jones did see a career high or season high in uh, carries last week when Williams was out of the game. 
Now, both sides of that Bengals-Browns game were appealing. Nick Chubb at 75, Joe Mixon at 72. We've seen uh, Kenny Drake put a big game against the Browns there. So Joe Mixon has a lot of appeals and all around back. Nick Chubb, rebound game. The Bengals' run defense stinks, and that's where you could look there for sure. Marlon Mack, second straight week, good matchup, 6,900 there. Came through big time against the Panthers, another really bad run defense on the road. He can take them down here. 6,800, Miles Sanders. Jordan Howard could return, so maybe a little bit of pause there. So Mack, however, still splitting with the Jordan Wilkins a little bit. So I, I, I like Mack because I think the Colts are going to stick with the run, and they're, that's what their identity is, and that's where you go with this week. If you go down a little bit further, Philip Lindsay at 6,100 there against the Raiders. And Le'Veon Bell at 5,800 again. If the Bills rest starters, not a bad uh, play there for him this week. Latavius Murray, 56. I mentioned being more active there. That's how low I would probably go this week in running back to find some values. And uh, again, there are some good values, but I, I think this is not a bad week to pay up, get some studs here, and then save your money elsewhere this week week. I think if you're going really cheap at quarterback, one last thing, one guy that you can look at is certainly a Case Keenum at 4500 He's the cheapest starting quarterback you can put in. The only pause with Keenum is that Terry McLaurin may not play. That could hurt the objects there that he can throw to, but and that's how low as you can go. That's how we like to look there. So low as you can go at quarterback is 4500 Low as you can go at running back to me this week. It's uh, it's tough, but uh, I can't really say anyone other than uh, Royce Freeman, probably at 4,300 is probably your lowest bet there. If you want to plug in somebody who did score last week, did get some good return, you can certainly do that uh, when he gets the opportunity. So usually gets well more than 2K than that, so more of a cash game guy, but... Not really a tournament behind Lindsay there, but definitely in the Broncos' backfield, something you can target this week. So there you have the quarterbacks and running backs to target there at different price points on DraftKings. We'll uh, get back in a moment with a look at the wide receivers and tight ends and defenses. But first, breaking tea is uh, something you got to check out here. It's a good time to give a lot of sports gifts, even at with the holidays uh, getting closer to the end here, you can always get someone a breaking tea. Breaking tea makes sports t-shirts around teams' passion moments. All you have to do is go to breakingtea.com slash locked on. It's great for all fans. Go to breakingtea.com, locked on, and then feel free to search the site for great t-shirts and fun sports gifts. They've got some good stuff there tied with Devlin Hodges, Duck, the quarterback of the Steelers, as well as uh, Gardner Minshew, and uh, George Kittle. So a lot of good uh, NFL-themed apparel there for you to check out here uh, just in time if you're a 49ers fan for the playoffs here in 2019-20. We'll be right back here to look at the wide receiver and tight end values on DraftKings. All right, uh, let's uh, continue with our Week 17 uh, DraftKings uh, lineup suggestions here. If you're going high-end, I think you have to look at uh, two players at wide receivers. Uh, 8500 for Julio Jones, 8000 for Devontae Adams. Michael Thomas, of course, I love, but 9900 you're going to pay up for him a little bit more, and he's dealing with a bit of a hand issue. 
he'll be fine and play through it. But again, he's already set the record. They're going to be a little bit careful if they get a lead here, take off the gas. The Panthers offer a little resistance here. They need to keep their players fully healthy for the playoffs. So a little bit of a balancing act for the Saints uh, just based on their past MO here. Now, going downwards here, I think the next player you've got to like is A.J. Brown at 7,000. Really stands out to me. Big, big finish here for his rookie season as they've embraced him fully as the number one, giving him touches out of the backfield. He scored there. Even the tough match with Marshall Lattimore, he's able to come through as a runner with his explosive playmaking. So, again, the Texans allow explosive plays. That's a very good value this week. Cooper Cup destroyed the Cardinals the first time. He's at 6,800. Great standout value there. A lot of players injured here or a little overpriced. We're not sure if they're playing, including the Vikings guys. So Stefan Diggs, we have to stay away from. DJ Moore is battling a concussion. He may not be out there. Uh, so Tyler Boyd at 67 with Cooper Cup 2. Kind of slot, so to speak, go-to guys. Uh, good values here this particular week. You go down a little bit. Uh, it's it's tough, again, with John Brown not playing. Also, probably too much, too many of the snaps. Again, the Vikings guys can be limited. Terry McLaurin has a concussion. So there's a lot of people off the board that you can't look at. I think you can look at uh, Odell Beckham Jr. maybe finishing on a high note at 5,700. Michael Gallup in a good spot against the Redskins at 5,400. If uh, there's no... Uh, Tredavis White, the Bills rest players, 5,300 for Robbie Anderson and 5,100 for Jameson Crowd and Slot. Golden Tate should be busy again at 5,100. So Darius Slayton, if he plays through that injury, 4,900. Kind of come out of the game, unfortunately, last week. Should be playing this week. Can rebound here big time against that Eagles secondary, against which he scored two touchdowns in the first meeting with Eli Manning as the quarterback. So, again, limited on the values that really stand out. A lot of Teams in flux, resting players, hurt players, uh, ir players. So, again, this is a good time maybe also to pay up here. So, again, you have to balance out where do you want to pay up. If you're going to pay up at running back, you kind of have to look at the cup void ceiling here. If you're going to pay up at wide receiver, certainly you can try to get Adams and Jones in your lineup this week. Now, flipping over to tight end here as the values that are looking it's a not a bad spot to start with Travis Kelsey at 7,000 but you're not going to have Mark Andrews at 6,500 probably not going to have Zach Ertz at 6,000 with the ribs and now a back injury surfacing here for him Andrews certainly going to be a resting player hasn't practiced for two days so one of those key players they're not going to play certainly you look at Tyler Higby to me stands out right away at 5,600 Playing the Cardinals, he's been red hot. The matchup is great. Everything lines up well for Higby to finish this remarkable run with one more big game here out of nowhere. Part of it is that they had injuries and Brent Cooks, Gerald Everett. They need Higby to step up as the third receiver behind Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. He did. Everett came back. He still maintained that status. So Higby's a guy we're going to watch for next year. He's really proved a little bit to Sean McVay that he needs to be incorporated in this offense quite a bit, and that's what we're seeing develop from him this year now a couple sleepers i like are oj howard at 4300 Jonu smith at 42 right now Jonu had a big game last week against uh, the saints tougher matchup he actually came through in that the texans are an easier matchup oj howard didn't do well in the first game against the falcons but can really rebound here as a needed go-to guy 
He just has trouble drops and making some big plays there, but that could definitely happen this week. Now, Noah Fant, you look at if you're just looking for a bit of a fade play and you're paying up the other positions, 3,600 at home against the Raiders. Can rebound and have a nice game there. Greg Olson at 34, last game of his career potentially here for the Panthers. We feel is leaning that way, but 34 averages 9.5 DraftKings points. So you could probably get 3K return on Greg Olson this week. I know he's a rookie quarterback and uh, you have Will Greer in there, but in uh, DFS purposes, you can go for the dart throw, really put in a guy that's starting. Ian Thomas isn't going to be around and do some things as well, but that's how you can look at there this week. Now, speaking of Ian Thomas, he's 2800 but there's actually a player I like at that same price, a young tight end. It's not Dawson Knox at 27 It's Irv Smith Jr. at 28 I really could see Kyle Rudolph being an older player. The Vikings have things locked up where they're going to go with the rookie and play him a little bit, see what he can do. The Bears are vulnerable against a tight end. We've seen that all year. It's been a bit of a surprise, but... Safety play hasn't been as good, Eddie Jackson and the like, and linebackers have been depleted there. So, Irv Smith Jr., 2800 certainly has a lot of appeal for a very cheap play this weekend. It allows you a lot of creativity elsewhere. there, And you are getting a starting tight end. It's not like you're reaching for a backup here. If Rudolph isn't active, you can certainly pivot to one uh, Irv Smith, and I think he can get you some value there. Now, turning to defense and special teams, if you look for the high-end option, uh, uh, it's the Patriots at 43. Obviously, you're going to pay up all the way for them. Saints at 4,000, save 300 and play them. Again, the Bills you can't play at 38 because of the resting player potential. Chiefs not bad at home. Phillip Rivers has been a turnover machine all season. So 37, that's where I might start with my values at the Chiefs to save that money and use it elsewhere at wide receiver run running back like i said that's a good place to pay up this particular week now going into the middle you can certainly look at the cowboys at 3300 i just don't trust them completely there i'd rather uh, pivot to the broncos 33 finishing at home against the raiders this week and trying to spoil their season you look at the jets if the bills rest players at 2700 they're obviously very appealing there, the Steelers at 3,000 there if the Ravens rest players. So you got to take advantage of that. That's why you have to be on top of the news there. And then the Bears at 21 if the Vikings rest. That's pretty low value there, but that's the team you can steal here. It is on the road in Minnesota, so a little bit less appealing. So really what stands out to me, the price of Steelers at 3,000, Jets at 2,700 there as where you can go and still feel good about your values this week. So there you have it. There's a look at your DraftKings prices and analysis across the board here, across positions, whether you're playing cash games or tournaments. Keep that in mind. You're going for upside in the tournaments and uh, cash games. You're looking for that solid production value for point there and uh, kind of looking for that 2K return there on um, if you're playing a cash game here that gives you at about 100 points, but I think you want a little bit more. So you want to close to 2.5 to 3K to really feel good about a cash game there. So 3 is not bad. I think you want to look for more for 4K there to win a tournament, and uh, that's how we kind of break it down. So, again, the 3K feeling is if you get three times what you invest there in salary, you'll get 100, 
50 points, usually good to win a lot of cash games. You want to shoot for 200 again to uh, win those tournaments at uh, 200 points or so or more. So that's kind of the estimate where you go. You don't always have to hit the 3K or hit the 4K to win these things. But in uh, certain situations, it certainly helps. And uh, that's what you're going for every time with your lineups here. And uh, that's what we've learned here with DraftKings in 2019. We'll be right back here to look at the final injury report and uh, kind of give you an idea of who's playing, who's not for Week 17 to finish the 2019 season. All right, let's uh, pick up where we left off here to look at uh, the players there that are on the practice report, and uh, we'll find out their injury designation. But keep in mind, we'll talk about one more time, the Bills, Vikings, Ravens locked into their seed here, so they might be resting players even if healthy and practicing this week, so keep an eye on that. Let's start at quarterback Kyler Murray there. Limited, uh, he's going to play through the hamstring, but certainly it can hamper him running against the Rams, and that could definitely put a crimp in his value there this week. So hamstring, Brett Hundley would start if he can't go for some reason. Dak Prescott hasn't practiced all week with that right shoulder, but he's going to throw a little bit on Friday fully expected to play. Never missed a game. One of the most durable quarterbacks since he's entered the league. But he could be a little limited. You may want to avoid him in uh, fantasy this week just because it's shoulder. Right shoulder is a very tricky thing to navigate through. And again, they could go a little bit run heavy this week. Deshaun Watson battling through a back injury, but he'll play against the Titans. Gardner Minshew has a right shoulder. Hasn't looked that good. Could be affected by that injury for sure. So again, I would avoid him against the Colts. Phillip Rivers Right thumb, again, not a great matchup against the Chiefs, but at least he's going to be playing. He said he wants to play till 2020, so this is not his last game. Could be his last game for the Chargers, however. Right, right shoulder for Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's played through it and produced. No worries there. Drew Brees has got a little bit of a knee injury, but he's fine. Sam Darnold, knee and a left thumb. He's fine. James Winston, a thumb injury and knee, but we know he's going to keep playing. Dwayne Haskins, however, is not fine. He's got an ankle injury, and we talked about Case Keenum there so Haskins not being able to start the finale of his rookie season Keenum who started way back in week one had the job then gets it again here to close the season and running back Mark Ingram dealing with an ankle calf issue he's not going to play here Jamal Williams probably not going to play for the Packers resting him for the playoffs there no reason to mess with him with Aaron Jones playing very well he's got a shoulder injury Leonard Fournette is a a player we're going to watch here didn't uh, practice there on Thursday. Did get in some limited work. So we expect him to play, but just watch this if there's any uh, downgrade further there for Leonard Fournette this week in terms of feeling on the playing status. Now, Dalvin Cook has got a shoulder injury. Alexander Madison both didn't play last week against the Bear, the uh, Packers. Both could sit against the Bears here as the game is meaningless. They want to rest, keep Cook healthy, obviously, for the playoffs which they know they'll have to play in the first round. Now, Josh Jacobs has a shoulder and illness. Looks like he's not going to play. Jordan Howard, there's been a talk about him being cleared, but still it's the Miles Sanders backfield. Howard with the shoulder injury hasn't played in several weeks. James Conner has got a quad injury, hasn't practiced. He's not going to play, so they'll be doing the combination of Benny Snell, Kareth White, and Jalen Samuels. Good luck with that, as we did, endured in the previous uh, incarnation with uh, Conner being hurt again. Derrick Henry, hamstring, returning from that, going full. Adrian Peterson is going to play through his toe there. 
So no worries there, and Adrian Peterson could be his last game and playing in Texas here this week. The Falcons, uh, Julio Jones is our first guy in wide receivers. He's got a knee injury, but he's going to play through it. DJ Moore doesn't look good for returning from that concussion. was ruled out early, only had one catch, one yard. It's the Colts. Looks like he's going to miss the Saints. There, Taylor Gabriel, another game missed with the concussion. Odell Beckham Jr. with a growing Jarvis Landry hip. Same old, same old. They're going to play through those. Tim Patrick available for the Broncos, but it's been a lot more Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, and Noah Fant for this passing game. Al Lazard, we mentioned, is a little bit of a sleeper here. He's limited for two days. He should be active, however, against the Lions. you got DeAndre Hopkins playing through an illness. He should be fine to play against the Titans. Will Fuller, uh, not going to play as a growing injury. Kenny Stills should play through his knee injury. DJ Chark looked a little slow last week, but he's going to play through that ankle, put up a few more stats. He's got some motivation to do that. Here, D.D. Westbrook uh, went full. He's going to be playing there with his neck and shoulder injuries. Alan Hearns with an ankle and neck going to play for the Dolphins. Julian Edelman still dealing with that knee injury as well as a shoulder injury. He's going to play against the Dolphins. Michael Thomas, we expect him to play with a hand injury, but again, they get a big lead. I think they'll be careful with Thomas here in the second half with that game after they set the record for receptions last week. Darius Slayton, knee injury, put him on the sideline for most of the game last week. Should rebound and play this week against the Eagles. Jameson Crowder playing through thumb. He'll be fine. Robbie Anderson will play through his calf. Demaris Thomas, again, this helps Crowder and Anderson's value. The Bills rest player. Demaris Thomas, hamstring and knee injury, probably going to miss a game. Tyrell Williams, one of those midweek additions there with a the foot injury, always not a good sign. I would not count on Tyrell Williams. It's a tough matchup anyway with Chris Harris Jr. and the Broncos on the road. Nelson Aguilar with the knee and not practicing again. So he's probably going to miss the game. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. I don't know if they're going to play Arcega-Whiteside with the foot injury. I mean, he got injured again playing through it last week. But Greg Ward, again, looks like the top receiver here for the Eagles for another week. Debo Samuel playing through a shoulder injury. He'll be fine for the Seahawks in ultimate game. There on the other side, Malik Turner probably not going to be available for the Seahawks in their passing game. Chris Godwin, we know the hamstring is not going to be playing there for the Buccaneers. Adam Humphreys, the former Buccaneer, is not going to play for the Titans for another week here on the ankle. Khalif Raymond has a concussion and uh, probably not going to be cleared for that. Well, Corey Davis has a concussion, but he will play. This is a big one for the Redskins. Terry McLaurin, we'll have to watch his status here. He's uh, needing a couple more days to be cleared, but hasn't practiced for two days here for McLaurin. So the rookie from uh, Ohio State may not have to play in the finale as well as Haskins. Here, Charles Clay looks like he's going to miss the Rams game at tight end for the Cardinals. Mark Andrews, ankle practiced not at all this week. So set to be rested there against Steelers. You have uh, Greg Olson dealing with the knee, but he's going to play. This could be his uh, final game here. Uh, Ian Thomas uh, there for the Panthers also dealing with the ankle injury. Both are going to play there against the Saints. Nick O'Leary battling a shoulder for the Jaguars. Uh, he'll be, be out there for the Colts. They're not using him. Brett Elson and Scott Simonson both have concussions here for the Giants. They're going to have to be cleared to play here. So it definitely could be a uh, situation more Caden Smith. Zach Ertz, ribs injury is one concern. Back is another one. Looks like he might be a game-time decision at best year. If not, he could be ruled out before the game. 
You have uh, Harrison Butker dealing with a glute injury, my favorite injury, practicing in full and fine for the Chargers. And Matt Gay is also there to play with his back injury against the Falcons. So there you have, there's a look at your DraftKings advice and your injury report updates for you for week 17. So good luck to all your final games here of the 2019 season, whether you're playing seasonal extension or DFS, enjoy that. We'll come back uh, there with uh, Roundup Monday, a little bit special edition, what happened in week 17, but also breaking down a little bit of a takeaway to take into 2020 with each team there for you. And we'll do some in- intense team-by-team uh, team off-season outlooks as well for fantasy football a little later, but we'll do have a little quick reaction there. And then we'll start setting you up next week for the playoffs. So we'll look at the wildcard round, a lot of people playing fantasy now, in the playoffs, so we'll do that. DraftKings certainly in play as well for next week as well. For Lockdown Fantasy Football, this is Vinny Iyer. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll uh, talk to you next week with another Roundup Monday.